Starting the top of the second for the Baycats, designated hitter number 32, Ryan Rayo. Ryan Rayo to lead off the top of the second inning. Baycats leading the Panthers 1 0. 5 6 7 for the Baycats. The right hander in Tanza fires to Rio. Pitch misses outside, looked like a curveball, ball one. The infield moves back, and Rio coming off a big two home run, six RBI performance in game three. He hits one on the ground to short. Barado has time, he scuffles, then fires to first in time, one down. And the hero in game three now batting for the Baycats, Claudio Custodio. Second baseman, number 37, Claudio Custodio. Claudio Custodio, the right-handed hitting second baseman, steps into the box with one down, no runners on. And Barry leading Kitchener, 1-0. Game four of this championship series. The right-hander in Tanza from Cuba looks into Custodio, kicks and delivers. Bounce in the dirt, ball one. Claudio Custodio batting 143 with an RBI and two walks. The 1-0. Misses outside, but really he was a hero in game three. Only one hit allowed and a complete game. His first ever complete game from Dominican Summer League to IBL. Pitches, catches the inside corner. Two balls, one strike. Go yeah, ahead. it really was one of the best, if not the best, pitching performances in Barry Baycat history. It was absolutely outstanding on uh, Sunday night. Pitches bounce foul down the third baseline. Almost stayed fair as Colin Gardner was ready to throw it across the diamond. Now two balls and two strikes. Custodio had 13 strikeouts, one hit allowed, just one walk and a complete game shutout and a Baycats 15-0 win. 2-2 is bounced off home plate and it just corrals into the catcher's glove, LaRosa, who quickly fires it to the pitcher in Tanza. I spoke to in Tanza and he's good friends with Maeda and Duarte. They play on the same team, the 2-2. Hit on the ground to short, Barado has it. He fires to first, in time, two down. And when I talk about those two, I have to mention that, well, they played on the same team, the Industriales, which is the team in, located in Havana, one of the best teams in Maeda, the best player in Cuba. And in terms of his age, he's 40, but he played for Ottawa last year, that's how I knew him, Center and uh, a great guy. 42, Jeff. Cowan. Although it was tough to communicate with Maeda as Jeff Cowan, right-handed hitting center fielder, steps in. It was a lot of fun to learn from him because he had played on the Cuban national team so many times. Pitch catches the inside corner, strike one. Questionable strike zone indeed, Ryan. Yeah. Cowan doesn't like it. He chokes up on the bat. That Birch B45. Left side of the infield comes in. Pitches outside. One ball, one strike. Colin Gordner, the third baseman, comes to the grass. The shortstop, Barato, moves back. The second baseman, Andrulis, stays in the outfield grass. And playing behind the bag at first, Justin and Terrasano. The 1-1. Popped up. This will go over the chain link fence behind home plate, out of play, first row bleachers. Again, our press box is on top of the bleachers, so it's tough to see the stands as it is a, a bowl field all around. The one-two pitch. And Tanza was in his windup. Home plate umpire put his hands up, called time as Cowan stepped out of the box. Baycats leading one-nothing. 
here in the top of the second inning. The right-hander kicks and delivers. Pitch is hit on the ground to third. Gardner has it, he shuffles, fires to first in time, and the inning is over. One, two, three, go the Baycats in the second. We go to the bottom of the second. One nothing lead for Barry, back in a few. Starting the bottom of the second for your Kitchener Panthers, center fielder number 24, Tanner Nivens. Tanner Nivens, right-handed hitting center fielder, leads off the bottom of the second. First pitch from Guerrero, the right-hander misses inside ball one. Baycats leading one nothing. And that one nothing lead via the home run by Spataro as Niven swings at the next pitch. One ball and one strike. And a leadoff home run by Spataro put the team on top and it was only two pitches in, right? The one one. Laced up the middle, right center field for a base hit. It's cut off by Spataro. He quickly throws it into the cutoff man, Custodio, the second baseman. And a leadoff hit for the Panthers as Niven stands at first. First baseman, number 28, Justin Nintarasano. Justin Nintarasano, left-handed hitting first baseman, steps in with Nivens leading off first base. Right-hander, Guerrero, pitching out of the stretch for the first time tonight. Bottom of the second inning, one nothing Baycats. First pitch is high, ball one. It was up and into in Terrasano. And he steps in, a big boy indeed. He holds that black sandbat. And with a big black mustache, one of the biggest I've seen. It's covering almost half of his face. Guerrero again goes with that fastball inside, but this time he catches the corner, strike one. All series they've been working in on in Terrasano. The Pitch is back to first. A pickoff, but Niven's in there standing. The third baseman, Atkinson, comes right at the grass. And Fonte moves back about two steps, the shortstop, and the second baseman, Custodio, comes in. The pitch. Hit on the ground to second. Custodio has a chance. He shuffles to short for one, and Fonte, the return to first double play. Two down. Claudio and Brantley both knew they had tons of time. Ventero Sandal out of the batter's box, not having much speed. Catcher number 15, Alexis LaRosa. Alexis LaRosa, the Cuban catcher, batting right-handed steps in. With two down, the right-hander Guerrero catches the outside corner, strike one. Baycats leading one-nothing here in the bottom of the second. No runners on, two down. Swing and a miss, strike two. LaRosa looked like he fouled that one back into the glove of DeGrace. Middle infield moves back, the outfield is in. And the corners are just about touching the bags, guarding the lines. The 0-2 pitch. This one's laced past the shortstop in Fonte. A bouncy one into left field, a base hit. Lewis picks it up, lobs it into second. And at first with a two-out single is the catcher, Alexis LaRosa. Left fielder number 23, Jeff McLeod. 
The former Guelph Royal, Jeff McLeod, steps into the box. The left fielder batting left-handed. With La Rosa leading off first base. He singled with two down. Right-hander's pitch. It's cued off the end of the bat to third. Scooped by Atkinson, the third baseman. He fires to first. A high throw, but Castaldo leaps, gets it, and the inning is over. We go to the top of the third. Baycats holding on to a 1-0 lead. Baycats half of the third inning on the road in Kitchener. They lead this ball game 1-0. They lead the series 3-0 here in game number four. Baycats will send the bottom of the order then to the top in Fonte, Lewis, and Spataro. For the Baycats, shortstop number eight, Branfi and Fonte. Branfi and Fonte steps into the box. Batting right-handed today's shortstop. The Dominican from La Romana. We we had some comments in the Mixelar comment section saying that they love seeing the imports in this league, especially guys like Intanza, the right-hander on the mound who's played in the World Baseball Classic. First pitch at the knee, strike one. Another slow curveball from him, but I guess it's something to grow the league when you're able to bring in imports, the 0-1. Hit on the ground to third. Gordner shuffles, it's off his chase, he recovers, throws to first, and Fonte beats it out for an infield single. And it could be scored in error, we'll have to double check. And it is an E5 to Colin Gardner. And Infante aboard at first base. Go ahead off that point. Yeah, you mentioned how the imports are good for the, this league. And obviously you have some in the league that think there shouldn't be as many imports in this league. But number seven, watering Stevie down the quality Lewis. of playing this league is not going to help this league at all. Yeah, you're one of those guys that thinks that they should keep the Cubans and the Dominicans and those imports even from the States. There's, I mean, most of the imports are from you know, the Latin countries, the right. islands, right? Infante at first, he dives back in head first as Noelvis Santanza has been going back to the first base bag with pickoffs. Yeah, Burlington has a really three American imports, but besides that, the big has to throw. It's basically all Latin American players. The pitch from Intanza with Infante running. Lewis swings through, throw to second by La Rosa. Head first, slide not in time. La Rosa's throw was off to the right of the second baseman, Andrulis. He had to swipe the tag over, but Infante slid head first and he gets a stolen base he's now at second I think Intenza thought he was out but Grampy easily safe at second base again that's another thing I like about the Cubans they're so um I mean I worked with two of them last year I got to broadcast two Maeda and Duarte and they have the same style as Intenza the 0-1 to Stevie Lewis misses low now even one and one Lewis left fielder batting right-handed Second on the Baycats with nine walks despite that 133 batting average. He has a double and an RBI. That came in Brantford in the first round. Infante leads off second. Pitch misses outside. Intenza looking at the home plate umpire, just staring at him. He can't believe it. Two balls, one strike. Baycats leading the Panthers 1-0 with no outs. Here in the third inning. Swing and a miss, strike two. Stevie Lewis went fishing. Baycats runner in scoring position. The middle infielder play up the gut. Second baseman Andrulis plays short of the bag to the right. And to the left of the bag is the shortstop Barato trying to keep Infante there at second. The 2-2. Lewis able to take that nice slider from Intanza. He slaps his glove catching the ball and now stands there in front of the mound looking at the pitcher's mound. 
now looking at Infante. He's trying to get his composure back after missing that pitch. Now three balls, two strikes. He's pitching at a pretty quick pace for a bit there, but now he's really slowing things down, heading into this 3-2 count. Three balls, two strikes. Angus Roy looks on second. The third base coach staring at Infante. Andrula shuffles to the right, the second baseman. The full count pitch from the right-hander. Misses low, ball four. And Stevie Lewis, they go to the first base bag to check with the first base umpire for the appeal, not in time, as Lewis walks for the 10th time in this postseason. I think you may see a bunt right now from Ryan Sabatero with guys on first and second and one out, and none out, excuse me. The Baycats know with Emily Guerrero on the mound, they do not need Back to the top that of the many order. runs. Right fielder number 16, Ryan Spataro. Guerrero was lights out in his first outing against Kitchener. That came in game one. Noelvis Santanza has now taken off his hat. He's conversing with the home play, or sorry, with the catcher, La Rosa, and his countrymen, of course. Now having a chat with his other countryman, uh, Barato, there. And what I've gathered in the last two years seeing him pitch is when he gets mad at the umpires, he'll do this. And I'm not sure if it does him any favors. Yeah, he's literally has his hands on his hips, on the pitcher's mound, just looking on. And again, I like that kind of colorful flair. The corners move in, and they're right about a foot or so in on the grass. Third baseman and first baseman in Terrasano and Colin Gardner. The shortstop moves behind the runner, Barato, with Infante standing there. Spataro shows bunt, but the pitch is low and inside, ball one, and Spataro able to hold it back. Top of the third inning, Baycats leading one nothing, courtesy of a solo home run by Spataro to lead off the game. He's now batting with runners at first and second. Right fielder left-handed. The right-hander fires the 1-0. Spataro takes a strike down the middle. He was able to pull off the bunt, now one and one. I think Spataro thought the pitch was gonna miss low, and you can tell his reaction to the pitch that he thought it didn't miss low. Might have been at the knees. Lewis takes about five steps, lead off first. Spataro Oilo bunt it down the third baseline. Will it stay fair? It rolls foul, and Tanza kicks it after it rolls foul, foul down the third baseline. And again, he's showing that colorful flair. He takes off his hat, walking back to the pitcher's mound to our left. Now one ball and two strikes to Spataro. And that is now going to take the bunt obviously off with two strikes. First and second for the Baycats. Nobody out. And Spataro, he's... I mean, you look at his regular season average over 450, and he's hitting 300 this playoffs. He's a guy that can put the bat on the ball. Former league MVP has been one of the best players in the IBL last 10 seasons. Right-hander in Tanza looks at second, now fires the one-two. Pitches hit on the ground to second, and Drulis has it. He flips the second for one, the return to first, not in time. Pataro beats out the throw from the shortstop, Barato on the relay. Look to be a double play, but Spataro beats the throw. Now runners on the corners for the Baycats as Spatty reaches 18, on the fielder's choice. Kyle DeGrace. A high hop for Andrews at second base. There was no way they had Spataro at first base given his speed. And Fonte moves to third. Spataro is now at second, out at, or at first. Out at second is Stevie Lewis. Runners on the corners, one out. That hit Kyle DeGrace inside. He trots on down to first base and he'll take the bruise for the base. Now base is loaded. Especially given who's coming up for the Baycats right now. It's the hottest hitter in the IBL. 
the former playoff and league MVP, Jordan Castaldo. And Tanza's in trouble. DeGrace at first, Pitaro at second. Number nine, Jordan Castaldo. And Infante's at third, so that's bases loaded with just one out, and the Baycats leading 1-0 here in the top of the third inning. They lead the series 3-0 in this IBL final. They, jacked, or they called the Dominico Trophy. Correct. Named after the Maple Leafs owner. Right. Jack and Lynn Dominico. The, the great right. one, right? Yes, yes, yes. And his wife, his light wife too. And Tenza did strike out Castaldo in the one at bat they have seen with each other in game one of this uh, championship series. Castaldo struck out looking in the first. He's 0 for 1. He steps in, batting left-handed, today's first baseman. Taps home, taps home plate, digs his back foot in. Locked in at the plate with the bases loaded. And in the very half of the third, the right-hander in Tanza looks in from the stretch, fires the first pitch. That's bouncing the dirt on the inside corner. Almost hit Castaldo, but good job by the catcher. LaRosa to block it, ball one. LaRosa saved a run for Intensa in that uh, spot. Castaldo gets locked in again. He steps back in. With those shin pads on his right knee. The one, two. This one's driven into center field. Nivens is looking up. He doesn't know where it is. The right fielder guarding calls him off, makes the catch. Infante's digging for the plate on the tag. Throw is offline, it hits the cutoff man in Terrasano. And moving from second to third is Spitaro. Scoring on the sack fly from Costaldo is Infante. Two nothing Baycats here in the third. And another guy in scoring position at third base for Kevin Atkinson right now. An opportunity for the Baycats to not open this game up, but really take control of this ball game with their ace on the mound. Third baseman number 29, Kevin Atkinson. The throw by Garden went to the cutoff man in Terrasano and Spataro tagged up from second to third with good speed. Now runners on the corner, staying put at first, Kyle DeGrace. Now batting, right-handed hitting third baseman, Kevin Atkinson. Baycats leading two nothing in their half of the third, two outs. And Tanza lobs it back to first base. <laughs> and Colin Gardner, the third baseman, just applies a tag on the runner at third, Spataro, and they have a laugh about it. I think he may have done that to see if Brampy tagged at third base on the plate to the plate. Good call. The pitch. Misses high, ball one. Middle infielders move back. Andrulis is now moving his hands back and forth, trying to signal where he wants Barato to play and of course Barato a veteran shortstop. 1-0 is popped up. This is behind home plate. The catcher takes a look at it but he doesn't even move. One and one. Yeah, if you're Kevin Atkinson just trying to get on base because the guy next to you Ryan Rio has been red hot coming off his best game as a big hat and then after that you have Claudio Castillo and Jeff Cowan two guys that have had an excellent, excellent seasons. Atkinson struck out swinging his last time up. That ended the first. The 1-1. Hit in the air to right. Garden's looking up. He's tracing to the right. He has a bad read. He jumps and he's off his glove in fair territory. Spataro scores. DeGrace gets the wave around third. He also scores as Garden fires it into the infield. And Kevin Atkinson stands at third. That might be an E9 to the right fielder, Garden. 
but it doesn't matter for the Baycats. They score two runs, lead 4-0 in their half of the third. The Baycats obviously are a dynasty, so the last thing you want to do is make it even easier for them. The Panthers in this series have made it really easy for the Baycats offensively, given the way the Panthers have played defensively in this playoff series. Ryan Rayo. So it is an E9 on the play. But two runs score. And that's to Grace. Or is animated with his right fielder, Josh Garten, right now. now. I would be too if I'm my pitcher. He had a bad read. Garden went back to the wall, then had to start running in. He dove and it went off his glove. Cost him two runs. First pitch to left-handed hitting first baseman, or designated hitter, I should say. Ryan Rio misses low. Ball one. 4-0 Bay Cats in the top of the third inning, two down. And a runner at third, that's Kevin Atkinson. He scored two runs via that E9. Pitch misses low again, ball two. So again, Panthers making errors in their own ballpark, but seems like they play cleanly in Coates Stadium, the 2-0. Misses high, 3-0. There are two games at Coat Stadium in, in Minhurst. They played fine defensively but here in their own, own ballpark. That's what is supposed to be, you know, home field advantage has been nothing but for the Panthers. Spataro and DeGrace score on the play. Atkinson stands at third. Infield moves back. The 3-0 pitch to Rio. Misses outside, ball four. And Rio has himself a walk. I don't think he had any interest in facing Rio with Claudio Custodio up next, who has struggled offensively in this postseason. And you know what, Ryan? I think you're right. Second baseman, number 37, Claudio Custodio. When you say, why do you want to make this easier for the Baycats? That ball was just short of the line to the left of the line. That's a catch Garden has to make, no matter what. I, I think because of the winds in this ballpark, you think it was trailing further, but obviously not as Custodio steps in batting right-handed. Pitches in the dirt outside, ball one. Yeah, it was a, should have been a routine fly ball to right field to end the ending, and it should only be right now 2-0 Baycats. That's right. Baycats leading 4-0 in their half of the third, two down, and runners on the corners. Pitch is hit on the ground to short. Barato has a play on it. He goes to second, and the inning is over. Rio's out at the second base bag. We go to the bottom of the third. The Baycats score two more runs, or sorry, three more runs in the third inning to take a 4-0 lead in game four of this championship series. And Barry leading the series over Kitchener. After the top three of the third, back for the Baycats, three runs, no hits, two errors against the Panthers, and two left on base. And to the Panthers, half of the third inning. And from Jack Coach Park, the Baycats leading 4-0, lead the series 3-0. Stand the bottom of the third for your Kitchener Panthers, third baseman number 21, Colin Gardner. Colin Gardner, third baseman, batting left-handed steps in with a 182 playoff average in his first at-bat of the game. Right-hander Guerrero looks into him, fires the first pitch. Fastball misses outside, ball one. Again, the Baycats playing the middle infielders back on the grass. The corners, middle in. Swing and a miss, strike one. Cowan comes in a few steps in center. Left fielder Lewis takes a few steps to his left. Spataro comes in to the right. The 1-1. Misses inside on Gardner. Now 2-1. Guerrero holding that 176 playoff ERA. In 15 in the third innings, 16 strikeouts. Pitch is fouled to the left. 
That drops over the trees and out of play, past the bleachers in left field. Two balls and two strikes to Gardner. Gustaldo takes a few steps behind the first base bag with a lefty batting. The right-hander, Guerrero, fires the 2-2. It just chopped off the end of the bat. That goes the into the back of the third base dugout and foul. Guerrero looks in, shakes off to Grace, now gets the sign, the 2-2. Get on the ground to second. On one hop, Custodio goes to first, one down. And you can sort of hear the Baycats faithful in the stands. There are Second some. Number eight, Mike and there are some fans in attendance tonight. You, you mentioned that we had the charter bus coming down, and we have a good amount of fans tonight, not only listening but watching in attendance here. Yeah, the Panthers crowd is not as big as it was on Saturday night, which is to be expected given that it's not the weekend. Weekend, and it's not. Yeah. It's a three-nothing series lead, so you hear the Baycat fans, not so much the Panther fans right now. And you got to cheer on, on your team. Pass, possible last time they get to play this year. First pitch by Guerrero is that backdoor slider that just drops in on the corner, strike one. And it can easily be the last time they see Tanner Nivens in a Panthers uniform if he does go pro next season. Guerrero's fastball catches the outside corner to right-handed hitting Mike Andrulis, strike one. Andrulis, the second baseman, batting 240. The 0-2 is slapped off the outside part of the bat. Foul to the screen to our right. It drops in front of that Baycats First base dugout. Manager Angus Roy will pick up the ball and walk back into the dugout. The 0-2 pitch. Hit back to the pitcher, Guerrero. He takes a few steps, underhands it to first. And there's two down. And now you can really start to hear some of the Baycats cheering on their teams, the fans back to here. the top of the order, shortstop number 35, Norbis Barato. Barato's a veteran. Played in the Cuban Baseball League in the island of Cuba since the age of 17. Also played in the World Baseball Classic for Team Cuba. Two outs, no runners on, 4 nothing Baycats. In the Panthers half of the third inning, Guerrero gets a strike called in the outside corner. The 0-1. Hit on the ground, third base side. That bounces into the Panthers dugout. And a nice backhanded snap by La Rosa, the Cuban catcher, who picks it up and tosses it to the bat boy. No balls, two strikes. The fire. Misses high. Now one and two to Barato. His 14 walks leads the Panthers in this postseason. Pitch is slapped down the right field line. That slices into the Baycats right field bullpen out of play. Looks like Alex Katina will go run down the line as it bounces all the way to the fence. That's the Baycats' right-handed reliever. The one-two pitch. Swing and a miss, strike three. The inning is over. We go to the top of the fourth. Barry still leading 4-0 in game four of this championship series. For the Baycats, center fielder number 42, Jeff Cowan. 7-8-9 for the Baycats. Cowan and Fonte and Lewis do up in their half of the fourth, leading 4-0 over Kitchener. Right-handed hitting center fielder digs in. That's Jeff Cowan. The right-hander La Rosa comes set. Quick, quickly looks and fires. This is bunted off home plate by Cowan and foul. 
It rolls to our left. Ball boy will pick it up and run into that Panthers third base dugout. Cowan chokes up on the bat, takes a couple cuts to our left, and now steps in. Nothing in one to him. Left side of the infield comes in. The 0-1. And of course, they're trying to protect the bunt as the pitch misses outside. If you look at right now, Intenza, 23 balls thrown right now. Emily Guerrero right now has only thrown nine, or eight, I think it was. So that's right now the one of the biggest differences in this ballgame. 1-1, slow breaking ball. Misses high, and Intenza standing there. He puts his hand on his hip, and he looks at the home plate umpire. Now, let me give you a story as it's now two balls and one strike to Cowan. Donnell Duarte, after striking out, kissed the umpire last year. and He's a Cuban third baseman and, and, and got tossed from the game. So th this isn't something that I haven't seen before, and I'm not saying I don't like it. I'm a big fan of... I don't think the umpires like it. Well, I, they don't. The 2-1 catches the outside corner. And for Intanza... This is the kind of stuff that we've seen with the Cubans when they come over to North America. And the Cuban national team, when they're in the Can-Am League, did the exact same thing. I'll tell that story, the 2-2. Hit in the air to right. That's going to drop down the right field line, but foul. It just misses the foul line to the right. Looked like a, a foot shy of the line. The other Cuban that they have on their staff, Ian Rondon, is not nearly as um, blunt, I guess you can say, than Tenza Colorful. is. Yeah. But Tebow, the Panthers manager, has tried to talk to Intenza about, you know, working on being a little bit more, you know, adapt to the North American style of baseball. But but I don't like that at all. And he hasn't done that at I'm all. I'm not a fan of so. that. No, I'm not right. a fan of trying to get them to the adapt. You bring them over here for that. I'm not a I'm not the I'm not the Canadian or American style. As a 2-2 misses low. So the Cuban national team in the Can-Am League, after a home run they thought was foul, was called the Grand Slam in the fifth or sixth inning against the Jackals, they left the game, in the middle of the game, the 3-2. Pitches hit on the ground, up the middle, shortstop Barato has a long run, behind the bag, fires to first. And there's one down. And we'll get stay with that point in a second. Shortstop number eight, Branfi Infante. Branfi Infante, the Dominican shortstop stepping into the box, batting right-handed. So they in left the field. That was in year one of the international series in the Can-Am League. That's when I was part of the league. This year, they charge the umpires, attack them, and I'm pretty sure they're done with international series coming to the North America. That's what has happened with them. Pitch is low, ball one. And how that story translates to this, to this game is that the man standing at the shortstop position, Barato, as Infante loses the bat, that is right into the Panthers' third base dugout. The bat boy will give the bat to Infante to our left. As he swings and misses on the pitch, I've never seen that before in this league. Now one and one. I think Axe had one in game one, but not nearly as bad as that one. So the shortstop, Barato, was on that team when they left the field mid-game. I'm talking the fifth inning, they right. just quit the one-one. Swing and a miss, strike two. There's one down in the Baycats half of the fourth, leading 4-0 is Barry. Over Kitchener, the 1-2. Misses low. And Infante, the batter, hitting 385, reached on the air to the third baseman, then stole and scored. That came in the third inning, the 2-2. Misses outside, full count now. And that third inning was 
as part of a Baycats three-run third inning. Two errors committed by the Panthers there. The right-hander in Tanzan looks into Infante. From the stretch, fires. Bounced in the dirt way outside. And a one-out walk for Infante. This Big Hat lamp tonight is the deepest lamp they've had all season with Bramfin Infante, who's been red hot in the postseason. Left field, in the number seven, Stevie Lewis. You think so? I think so, yeah. Even though there is no 2016 Rookie of the Year in Connor uh, Murrow tonight, obviously, and back He's in listening, Buffalo. Probably listening back at home, I'd have to fire him a text. 4 nothing, Big Cats, top of the fourth inning. One out, and Infante at first base. He takes his lead. And Tanza back to the bag. And Infante slides head first in. He's safe. Left side of the infield moves back. Right side comes in. Swing and a miss, strike one. Stevie Lou steps in, batting right-handed. La Rosa does have a really strong throwing arm behind the plate, so Brantford Infante barely safe in the, uh, I believe, the second inning. Throw Third is inning. more to the left, right. that's why. The 0-1 just catches the inside corner, and Stevie Lewis thought it was ball four or sorry, ball one, and then looked at the home plate umpire and was not happy there. Nothing in two to Stevie Lou. And Tanza back to first, and Fonte slides head first again. And the pickoff was to the left of Interesano. He had to reach out and get it. Angus Roy looks in from the third base side, the manager, as the pitch is low. One ball, two strikes. Stevie Lewis walked his last time up He's second on the Baycats with 10 walks now. Batting 136 with a double and an RBI. And again, Intanza steps off the mound and slowly lobs it to first base on the pickoff. And Brantfee slided head first into the bag, but was in by about four seconds. And if he throws his curveball, it's not that hard in velocity. Brantfee's going to be easily at second base. Again, they go back to first. Brantfee in there safely. We saw this. When Brantford was playing against the Baycats, they kept trying to get Spataro at first, and now Intanza trying to do the same thing, the one-two. Misses outside, two balls and two strikes. He's now thrown 30 balls. I was just gonna say, he's when he's trying to paint the corner, he's not even coming close right now. Spoke to him before the game, and I asked him, what pitches do you throw? He said everything. Splitter, change-up, curveball, slider, the whole thing. And I think maybe you should just try to get yeah. the first three pitches down right. <laughs> Although he's been in the league for a long, or, oh Second my goodness season. Christ. I understand Tanta goes back to first. On the road to get the fans into the game and everything, but right now he's really slowing this game Not down. sure if the home fans want to see it though. That's the thing, right. I understand doing it on the road, for sure. The 2-2, fouled off home plate. That ball rolls to our left, all the way to the backstop. Back, ball boy will pick it up and walk into the Panthers third base dugout. Now two balls and two strikes. Stevie Lewis batting. He has power, and he's been a real good Baycat in his career. Of course, a good Brantford Red Sox as well. I believe you mentioned he's won now seven championships or six. Ever since 2011, yeah. The 2-2. Runner goes. Lewis fouls one back to the right. That moves into the parking lot out of play down the first baseline. And then game seven in 2013, Stevie Lewis had a huge hit in game seven late in that ball game against the Baycats. And also the Red Sox won that game, I believe, 2013. Also, when they seven. came back and that was the Bay Cats, he had a big yeah. hit in game seven, yeah. Bay Cats were up 3-0 in that series and lost the game as Lewis strikes out swinging on the slider. 
And if I had a stopwatch on that at bat, it seemed to be about five minutes long. Just to Two down. Of likes Back to the top of the order, right fielder number 16. Ryan Spataro. So now two outs. Infante at first after he walked. Baycats leading 4 nothing in the top of the fourth inning. Now batting left-handed hitting right fielder Ryan Spataro. Back to the first base bag is the pitcher in Tanza. Another pickoff. And I think it's just maybe to disrupt the rhythm of the play. First pitch to Spatty, he's bounced up the middle, and Drulis watches it go into center field, a base hit. Infante rounds second, he heads for third, and he's into third on the hit and run by the Baycats as Nivens lobs it into Barato, the shortstop. Sanding at skin base, now runners on the corners with two outs for the Baycats, and now and Kyle DeGrace coming to the plate, a good spot. Right, the next really five guys in this lamp, six guys in this lamp, absolutely Catcher, red hot 18, right now for the Baycats. Kyle DeGrace. And perhaps really no one that hotter then Kyle DeGrace of the Baycats right now. Ryan Spataro is two for three, has reached base three times. A home run, a fielder's choice, and a single. Now runners on the corners. Baycats leading four nothing with two down in the their half of the four. Kyle DeGrace, right-handed hitting catcher, swings at the, at the first pitch, strike one. Middle, middle infield moves back. The corners guard the lines, and Terrasano with his back foot on the bag at first, holding Spataro there with good speed. The 0-1 is hit into left. That drops for a base hit right in front of the left fielder, McLeod, who tosses it into third. Infante scores, 5-0 Baycats. That's an RBI single for Kyle DeGrace. And for every run this offense keeps getting, this game is, then this season is getting this much closer to coming to an end for the Panthers because, again, with the Baycats pitching staff, <laughs> you're gonna really want to limit the amount of runs that you allow in this ball game. Cal DeGrace was hit by a pitch his last time up. He's now two First for two. First baseman number nine, Jordan Costaldo. Came into today's game batting 355. On the hit to left field, Spataro moves to second, and that was a good job by Cal DeGrace to get the bat on the ball and just kind of shoot it into left field for a base hit. Now left-handed hitting first baseman, Jordan Costaldo stepping in with runners at first and second, two down, Baycats leading five nothing. Right-hander in Tanza steps off the mound. Again, with his hands on his hips, looking at the home plate umpire. The infield moves back. The corners play behind the bag. The shortstop behind the runner at second. As the pitch is low, ball one. Castaldo, RBI that scored in Fairfice RBI that scored in Fonte in the third. He is 0 for 1 with a strikeout. Part of a Baycats big three-run third inning. Now lead 5-0. The 1-0 from Intanza. Misses low, ball two. And if you look at Intanza's pitches so far, he's thrown 43 strikes, 32 balls. And against this big hat lamp, they'll take the base on ball and just give it to the next guy in the lineup. The right-hander from the stretch. Looks into Custaldo. Looks at second now. The pitch, bounce in the dirt, ball three, and Intenza again after the pitch, looking at the home plate umpire, just standing there. He's not even close to finding the strike zone right now. He can complain as much as he wants, but that's not a strike, and neither were the first two balls. Needs to compose himself. Three balls, no strikes. Intenza from the stretch looks to Castaldo. Be 3-0. 
Catches the inside corner. Now three and one. Castaldo didn't like the call. You're and again, yeah. it's been happening all night from both sides. So I'm both not sides. taking any sides on this officiating because both teams are complaining. The 3-1 pitch. Hit in the air to left. McLeod looks up. He's near the wall towards the left field corner. He jumps, makes the catch right at the left field line. And the inning is over. There's a close one with the wind drifting to left center field. The Kitchener Panthers get out of a jam. The Baycats score another run. They lead 5-0 going to the bottom of the fourth. Starting the bottom of the fourth for your Kitchener Panthers. Right fielder number three, Josh Garten. Josh Garden, left-handed hitting right fielder to lead off. The Kitchener half of the forfeiting, trailing the Baycats 5-0. The right-hander Guerrero fires the first pitch, swung on and missed, strike one. Josh Garden, flied out to left his last time up, came into today's game batting 250. Good amount of listeners on the Mixlr stream tonight. A total, total of 36. Garden swings at the next pitch, a slider in the dirt, strike one, a uh, strike two. He struck out uh, a lot this playoff series right now with the uh, Kitchener Panthers after not really striking out all that much in the semifinals and quarters. Foul back to the screen. Still 0-2. Guerrero threw three innings, has allowed two hits. He's only struck out one. Keeps the pitch count down, yep. though. I'm sure Angus Roy, the Big Cats manager, is happy with that. Only eight balls thrown, 31 strikes. A total of 31 strikes and eight balls. Gotta do some math, that's 39. So 39, 39 pitches, there yeah. we go. I just, I just pitches fouled down the right field line. I was looking at the pitch, go yeah, ahead. They used to have it when it had the actual pitch total. Well no, I should be able to do math. It's not easy. Right-hander Guerrero looks in, kicks and delivers the 0-2. Fastball misses outside. One ball, two strikes. Right side of the infield moves back. We see Custodio take a few steps behind second. There's a big gap between short and second. Foul back to the screen again, still one and two. The shortstop Infante, again, still pacing back and forth, back and forth. He now stands at the outfield grass. Atkinson, as usual, plays middle in at third. Third base coach Tebow watching on hand down the third baseline, standing close to that third base bag. On deck off to the left is Sean Riley, designated hitter, the one, two. Misses high, two balls and two strikes, and that's the now 10th ball from Guerrero. This is the best at-bat Garten has had all championship series long, I think. Agreed. The 2-2 pitch. Misses inside, and after Guerrero started off 0-2 and then a foul ball, three straight balls here, trying to quickly paint and maybe get a strikeout looking. And Matthew Riley, Nivens, and Teresano coming up. You want to get this guy. 3-2. Hit on the ground to second, Custodio has it. The short throw is in time, one down. And now Sean Riley. So that was an eight pitch at bat from Garden. Designated hitter number 33, Sean Riley. Now batting right-handed hitting, designated hitter Sean Riley. First pitch is inside, ball one. Baycats leading 5-0 in the Panthers' half of the fourth inning. 
Standing off to the left on deck is center fielder Tanner Nivens, the 1-0. Swing and a miss, now one and one. You mentioned Tanner Nivens who's on deck. This could be his last game as a Panther and possibly go to Quebec in the Can-Am League. Yeah, I think if once he goes back, he's not gonna come back, I think. I think he's destined to be a pro ball player for quite some time. 1-1. One, one. Flying that Custodio, he picks it, runs to first, fires in time, two down. What a play by Claudio Custodio. He's a pitcher playing second base today, and he acts like Derek Jeter, or I guess you could say Robbie Cano, because they're both from Dominican. His first game at second base since June, so because you go back to the games he has hidden, it's been at DH, so this is the first game playing second base since the game in Guelph back in June. Pitch was lined right at Custodio and he picked it on Center one hop. Fielder, number 24, Tanner Nivens. Nivens, right-handed hitting center fielder, steps in. With two down and the Baycats leading five nothing in the bottom of the fourth, nobody on. Pitch to Nivens is drilled into left. Lewis will watch it drop for a base hit on two hops into his glove. He fires it into the cutoff mid. It rolls past him to second. And a two-out hit for Nivens has him at first base. First baseman number 28, Justin Interisano. Nivens may be the only bright spot for this Panthers team in this series, now two for two today. And Interisano is one of those guys that has had some success against Guerrero in the past. Three break, for five in game two. Great, breaking up two no-hitters he had last season against the Panthers. It was from Justin Interisano breaking it up. Nivens leads off first, now batting left-handed, hitting first baseman. And Terrasano takes outside, but Guerrero catches the outside corner, strike one. Defense up the middle, right at the outfield grass. Guerrero goes to first, Nivens good speed there. 10 plus steals this regular season for Nivens. Maybe the best five tool player in the IBL is Tanner Nivens. DeGrace said it, he's a guy you have to watch out for in that lineup, reason why he hits four. The 0-1 misses outside. And that is why, I, if I was a Panthers, I would have him hitting second behind, ahead of the power guys in Riley and a Terzano. But I think the reason why they put Riley third is because he might have a chance to walk more. Right, yeah. And then Nivens is more of a guy that swings for contact, the 1-1. Foul back to the screen. One ball, two strikes. Castaldo holds Nivens at the bag. Second baseman, Custodio, moves to his left up the middle. The shortstop Infante takes a few steps in. Atkinson playing middle, just to the left of the third base bag. The one-two pitch from Guerrero. Again, goes with the fastball, but misses outside. He doesn't want to use that slider often against the left-handed batter, especially the one with the power that Interisano has. Interisano hitting 318, grounded out into a double play his last time up. 4-6-3, 2-2. <laughs> Popped up. Behind home plate, DeGrace takes his mask but watches it sail over the chain link fence from the backstop and out of play. They're making him work right now in this inning, but they need runs. They're running out of, out, out of uh, outs. But I think they want, they don't want Guerrero in this game. They know they have to work. They know they have to foul off pitches. And Guerrero is the guy that throws pitches in the zone. He doesn't like to mess around, and he's shown it tonight, the 2-2. Misses inside. Three balls, two strikes. Guerrero, he's quiet on the mound, but he showed some not happiness right there. He came right off the mound looking at the umpire. Yeah, you don't see that often at all from the Big Cat Ace. Some frustration there, I should have said. The full count pitch with Nivens. 
He'll go back to first as Guerrero looks to pick him off, not in time. And with a full count and two outs, Nivens will be running on the pitch, so a ball into the outfield could score the speedy center fielder at first. The 3-2. Nivens doesn't go. This is hit into left. Lewis looks up near the warning track. He makes the catch. Inning is over. The Panthers strand a runner at first. The Baycats still lead 5-0 going into the top of the fifth in game four of this championship series. Baycats leading the series 3-0. 